0: Lance Clatt, Executive Director of the Minnesota Service Station and Convenience Store Association and Minoco Fuel, says E15 is not recognized as a legal fuel in California. He gave us his thoughts on moving to the California car standards.
1: Well, what my thoughts are is that uh, we cannot let unelected California um, bureaucracy dictate, you know, Minnesota vehicle mission laws. Um, and we're hoping that... Um, you know, we must repeal, uh, the California CARS regulations and, and, you know, we're big on biofuels as well. And right now the state of California, the, the CARB, which is California Air Resource Board's tailpipe emissions program doesn't even recognize E15 as even a, a legal fuel in California as of today.
2: Wow. That's incredible. Why, why did they make that decision?
1: Uh, I don't know. That's, uh, <laughs> that's something for the, for the, for the, uh, for the fun people out in California. Um, we do know that they offer E85, but um, as of right now, um, E15 is not a regulated is not a fuel that's legalized in in California. I know they're working on that, but um, I don't know. if It's something to do with the um, with their emissions program in general, or if it's some kind of agenda um, out in California itself, and um, maybe with EVs or, or some sorts. But uh, but hopefully uh, they can get E15 out there. It's a great fuel and it's a great opportunity. And it burns cleaner, and uh, if you're looking at supporting the environment and cleaning it up a bit. Um, E-15 is your answer.
2: So what would be the impact of uh, if that rule then would be put in place in Minnesota?
1: The impact of that is that I'm not sure if we'd be able to sell E-15. Um, due to the fact that um, by adopting those uh, tailpipe mission standards, I'm not even sure if, it's, if we could legally sell E-15. I don't know if the Governor if Governor Walz will step in on, on that at that point or not, but um, pretty irritating because... Um, we in Minnesota um, are one of the country's leaders when it comes to, to selling ethanol products. Uh, with E15, uh, represents Minolco's. It's about 30% of our overall fuel sales is E15. And, um, you know, we, we we love E15. We buy our ethanol locally here. We support the local uh, farming communities and supports our economy. And um, I hope that um, that fuel will never go away uh, due to the fact of adopting uh, another state's uh, tailpipe emissions program or standards, since we already have our own here, and we have cleaner air than than majority of the states. I think we already do a nice job, and why do we need to um, bring California standards here to Minnesota? We're a little more different here, and um, we do, I think we do a lot better job here in Minnesota.
0: Lance, what would a move to electric vehicles do to gas stations in Minnesota, and how big of a hit would this be actually to Minnesota's economy?
1: Uh, well, for a couple of things here. Uh, a lot of my retail stores are um, are okay with adopting EV charging stations, and they've um, been looking at putting some of these charging state level three charging stations in. We, we feel that hey, you know, it's it's important, and we want to uh, do right with the environment as well. So we're okay with uh, looking at EVs and uh, the charging stations, but at the same time, is that we got to be smart about it, and when you look at your weather climate here where uh, we get a lot colder and, and we know that battery power doesn't last as long in the cold, but at the end of the day, um, if we, if California wants to adopt uh, by, I think it's 2035, to have 100% of their cars on the car lot sell, that they sell are electric vehicles, ultimately what does that do to um, the station owners that have supported the local Minnesota economy by paying property taxes. And think about the gas tax that these uh, consumers and these stores collect to uh, provide for the for our state. And then secondly, or thirdly, um, the ethanol producers and the farming communities out here that have done a great job of establishing themselves in the biofuels network. What happens to all of those farmers, farmers and the jobs that we create here in Minnesota based on biofuels and
2: ethanol? I would think that if Minnesota does follow suit, and at this point with the governor's uh, action that he took, Minnesota would have no choice but going that way. Um, The uh, many, many different uh, service stations, convenience stores that we have right now, I would think a lot of them would be put in jeopardy.
1: Absolutely. And it's kind of attrition's been kind of happening in our industry the way it is. But, um, yeah, when you're selling a, uh, an item or a fuel that um, supports our, our local economy here, whether it's in this state of Minnesota or any other state in, the, in our country, um, like I said, we're okay with, with EVs. We're just not okay with the mandate of, of what's going on with the California uh, emissions standards that the governor's adopted. Uh, it is a little uh, irritating to know that um, when a state like California says by 2035 we want to take all Uh, gasoline engine powered vehicles off the roadways or off the dealership lots. Um, I think there's a lot more opportunities out there, whether it's with um, the the biofuels of ethanol to hydrogen, a lot of things people don't talk about. And I'm not sure if if EV is really the answer for the future. And um, um, I think there's a lot of unknowns there. And um, there's been some articles posted that uh, 40% of the the people in California that bought an EV uh, electric vehicle have uh, actually returned back to uh, a gasoline-powered vehicle. So there's some there's some questions out there. Do, like I said we do we support the, the EV network? Yes, we we want to do something with that. We our stores are putting charging stations in. However, again, let's be smart about what's going on here. And why do we need to adopt another state's um, standards when we already do a great job here? The push control agency of in, in Minnesota here does a great job. Our stores do a great job with. Uh, clean up the environment, and um, Minnesota consumers um, are very proud of their state. I just don't think we need to adopt anything that's related to California.
2: It is absurd when our air is cleaner than the state that we are going to tie ourselves to. That that just doesn't make any sense to me.
1: No, it just doesn't. And I don't know the ra- the you know the rationale behind that. But um, I-, I would uh, I'd hope that uh, the Minnesota legislature. I mean, if um, um, if, if the state of California is now officially looking to outright the ban, like we talked about, of sale of new gas powered vehicles, uh, there's going to have to be another rulemaking. Um, I just hope that at some point the Minnesota legislature is involved in that rulemaking process.
0: Lance, is it difficult when you have, say, a push for infrastructure for um, the push for infrastructure for E15 and adding more uh, E15 uh, facilities and capabilities? and then ha- wondering whether you should have a push for uh, infrastructure for electric. Trying, it's kind of a lot of uncertainty at this point.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Linda. I actually brought this up. I was on the Governor's Council of Biofuels, and I brought this up um, a, a few times about what, you know, my retailers are confused, where should they be investing in a, a biofuel infrastructure that can can sell E85, E30, and E15, or should they be not updating their their fueling facilities, infrastructure to put in level three charging stations. And some of the problems with level three charging stations right now is that um, majority of the utility companies make the money on it. So my stores would be spending the money on infrastructure, and if they were going all with an electric infrastructure, uh, they're just not going to make any money, and uh, therefore they're not going to be in business much longer. But when you put in an infrastructure to sell E15 in some stores, or they even put in infrastructure for E85 to blend um, the 87, E10 with to get the E15 product and E30. Um, a lot of these sites, it can cost up to three to $400,000 to put that infrastructure in. And we're just thankful that the Minnesota legislature um, back in 2021 uh, approved a $3 million grant program uh, that's administered through the Department of Ag here in Minnesota. And um, they also introduced a bill, incentivize retailers through a funding mechanism giving them a tax break per gallon of e15 sold so the legislature's done a really good job in in trying to work with this and same the minnesota department of ag but again my retailers are caught where their tanks are 20 to 25 years old and e15 like said is 30 percent of our fuel sales at the minoka locations what what do they do what they're kind of at the crossroads so we have we have a, a governor that adopted the carbs california resource board's culpate emissions standards but at the same time is all about hey let's let's ex- extend and promote biofuels so where where should our retailers invest their time and money and their energy into so we really have a confused message here and the question is what does that look like at the end of the day
2: it is interesting i've been seeing reports that they're expecting to have blackouts this summer uh, across parts of uh, Minnesota because uh, the electric grid can't handle what we currently have, uh, and I know uh, electric vehicles and the charging uh, that it takes, the power it takes to charge them—it's a lot of power. Uh, somewhere we uh, with this, we, we seem to not be looking at common sense here.
1: No, we are, we are not. Now imagine this. Now I know it's, it's summertime. Well, we hope it's summertime here in Minnesota, but. Um, you know, imagine now you're mid-January, and it's minus 25 degrees out, and there's an accident on I-94 or on one of the 35 corridors, and you're sitting in traffic for an hour waiting for the lane to be cleared uh, with MnDOT and the, and the towing industry, and all of a sudden, uh, your car is at a 20% power energy level, and you're there for a while, and all of a sudden, now your car runs out of power, runs out of juice. What What are you to do as a consumer, or what are you to do to get your vehicle off the roadway, or what happens if you stall because your battery power ran out? It's the proven fact that cars lose as much as 25 to 40% more battery life in cold climate states. Is anybody ready to answer those questions?
2: I haven't heard any answers to those questions so far, but I guess that's the way politics works sometimes. Linda, anything else you'd like to jump in with?
0: You no, know, I just um I find it interesting too that that you get the mixed messages and and it makes making it difficult really to know you know, where to go as far as moving forward with uh, uh, the renewable fuels or then hearing that the renewable fuels will be replaced with the electric. So I see where that puts you in a bind.
1: Yeah, renewable fuels have been um, a staple here in Minnesota. It's a a great product. It it supports our economy. Um, Our stores sell a, a, a lot of it. The Minnesota consumers uh, they want choice at the pumps, that's what they're getting. Um, everything's working well, and um, I just don't see why we need to um, try to reverse everything and, and go a different direction here. but you know, um, like I said, we, a lot of my retailers support the EV uh, charging stations and infrastructure. Um, we just think the free market will take will take that course. And, and stores want to be able to show their consumer base that they do support that. They're trendy. They want to be able to um, bring that uh, offering to the consumer is another choice. But what the market, free market tickets approach, number one, number two, is um, in time, uh, our, our retailers will know where to invest their money and how much they need to invest. And um, right now, there's just a lot of confusion out there. And uh, adopting California Resource Board's self mission standards um, really has put a... Uh, um, a stressful opportunity on my retailers right now, especially the small hometown Main Street retailers. That have been around for third and fourth generation families.
0: How would you structure a market for uh, providing the electricity for the electric vehicles? I mean, what would the cost for the consumer be at the station?
1: Um, from what we understand, uh, especially with the public, if it's at a rest area or commercialized at rest areas, um, I've heard anywhere from obviously being free, and utility companies make the money on the on the product um, of EVs of the charging. But at the same time, um I've heard somewhere around nineteen cents a minute can be a, a charge out there that other sites have done in different states. So there's a lot some unknowns there, but um, ultimately, um, I think we're kind of a we're putting the the cart in front of the horse, you know, as they say. and um, but no nobody also talks about hybrid cars. You know, you got the Toyota Prius that does a really great job out there that, you know, um, uses less fuel, but also, you know, energizes itself as it goes. So it's like we're going from um, one extreme to another extreme, but nobody ever talks about the hybrids out there. I mean, they've done a great job, but it just seems like that conversation's lost as well. And um, our store sells a lot of a lot of E15 and it's homegrown fuels. You know, my, I always have a slogan that uh, with our the Minolka locations, it's homegrown uh, fuel from your hometown retailers. And um, we're very proud of that.
2: Lance, we appreciate it here, and I know uh, the USDA is now saying, the Ag Secretary, they want to transform the food system and our agriculture system in this country. Uh, If they transform it like they've done the uh, fuel system and the energy system and so on so far, I think uh, that's not going to be what farmers and other people want. So at the free market, that certainly is the way to go.
1: Absolutely, and uh, it's proven to work uh, for many, many years, and um, Hopefully uh, nothing else gets botched here in the next uh, six to eight months. We can't afford, afford any more um, misfires or
2: any other challenges out there today. All right. Thank you so much, Lance.
0: And again, you've been listening to Lance Clatt, Executive Director of the Minnesota Service Station and Convenience Store Association and Minoco Fuel on the Linder Farm Network.